welcome to my podcast. My name is Katrina Canty, and I am here with an appointed purpose to help promote positive self-image and identity in Christ. This is the first podcast that I am recording ever, so I'm so thankful for you coming on here and supporting. Um, I would love to hear your feedback. I would love to hear your submissions on possible future podcasts and today I just wanted to come in and just give you a testimony of mine that I believe has led up to uh, me creating this podcast and just to give you um, just an idea of where I'm coming from with this and so I'm going to get right into it. Uh, This testimony is about a butterfly And what happened is, one day I was driving, it was dark, it was in the evening, I was driving down a main road, Um, there there was little to no traffic, and I was texting and driving, okay? I do not promote texting and driving, I am still working on that, and um, just putting my phone away and not pulling it out as I start to drive. But that is what I was doing on this one evening. Um, I am not sure of the exact day, of course, but it was about, I want to say 10 years ago. It was about 10 years ago. And I was driving down the road and I was texting and driving, like I said. And my son was about three years old at the time. He was still in a car seat. And the area that we were in, there wasn't really, um, there wasn't a lot of traffic and the businesses that were there were all closed. It was very quiet that evening. Uh, and so I felt comfortable texting and driving, you know, if you, if you ever should feel that way, which you shouldn't, but I did. And, um, I call it the mommy ear. I kept hearing my son say something, but I had my mommy ear on that pretty much blocks out everything your kid says until you come back to reality. And so when I finally did come back to reality, I noticed he was saying, police, police. And so just because I'm like, oh, man, you know, I know I'm texting and driving. I wanted to check and see how fast I was going to make sure I wasn't speeding. And I was doing exactly the opposite. I was doing about 30 in a 45 mile per hour zone in it. You know, it kind of if this was all happening uh, pretty fast. But it, it just kind of sparked me to say, okay, you know what? Let me put this phone down and let me get it together. At the same time, I was turning to see, okay, where did he see police at? First of all, he can't see too far out the window because, again, he's in a car seat. He's still small. Um, and the businesses were far back off the road. There were no police there. There were no police driving. There were no cars on the road. And so I just took it to to say, okay, you know what, just just pay attention. Maybe he thought the flashing lights, um, because at that time of the night, the the uh, street lights were flashing. So perhaps he thought that. I'm not sure, but whatever it was, it it caught my attention and it it um made me want to pay more attention. And so now in my paranoia, I am making sure I'm doing just the speed limit, 45. And I noticed quickly um, how hard it was to stay on 45. And 
that's when I feel God started speaking to me. Um, and just to give you some insight on where my mindset was during that time, uh, I had a lot of stuff going on, you know, uh, with my, my child, he was new and I was raising him alone. And, uh, there had been some things going on in my life where some setbacks and I had always wondered, um, why was my life so limited? Why did it seem so limited? And that was always a question I had for God. And so I feel like he began speaking to me about that during this drive. And so as I was driving, um, and like I said, it was hard for me to stay on 45, you know, even if I was like just one tick mark away doing 46, or maybe I wasn't doing quite 45, I'm doing 43. Um, uh, it, it was like he was saying, it's hard to stay on the right track. You know, there there's a a narrow road and a wide road. And he was saying it's hard to stay on the narrow road, you know, as far as doing everything that God wants and in the life of being a Christian, it's hard to just stay, stay right in line. And I'm like, okay. And so as I was driving, continued driving, um, I got to a, a, a bigger road and there was a lot more traffic. And so as traffic goes, you know, he says, your life is like traffic. There may be some people that are behind you. There may be some people that are on the side of you. Um, and there may be some people that come from behind you and speed in front of you. And then you get caught at the light. And you wonder, um, you know, you get to see them advancing. You get to see their taillights. And as you're watching their taillights and you're stuck at the light, you get to see, you know, slowly they begin to fade because they're advancing. And so then after a certain point, they're really out of your view um, anymore. And, but he said, you're going to be responsible of if, okay, let me back up. Cause I'm kind of going into this real fast and I want you to get it. Okay. He, he made my life be traffic itself. And so he said, when you get stopped, as far as if the police were to stop you, you're going to be responsible for what speed limit you were doing. So you won't be able to say, hey, this car up ahead of me, you know, they were speeding. They just kind of cut me off and they sped right in front of me. Um, or you wouldn't, you won't be able to account for anybody but yourself. And so it is with God. Um, you know, we're we're accountable for our own selves, and so we can't parallel parallel ourselves with anybody else's story because we're responsible for it. And so, as I'm driving, you know, he's he's saying, "Okay, pay attention to yourself, pay attention to your walk and to what you're doing." And then he said, "You are my beautiful butterfly," and I didn't really know where where that was going because I'm still. Like, wow, this conversation is really happening. And so he says, you're my beautiful butterfly. And he said, your life might look bad right now. You might be in this caterpillar stage. But, it, you know, if you just keep going, you are going to turn into a beautiful butterfly. And so I'm just at this point, like, wow. And I finally get to my niece, because that's what I was on the way to do, to pick up my niece. And... I get her and I tell her the story and, you know, we're driving home and I'm just like, wow, you know, I, I feel so light at that moment. I feel so 
you know, the heaviness just kind of went away in that moment. And as I drove home, uh, there was a certain way I used to park all the time. I would pull up into my spot on my side, um, just to give you a better idea of how the parking was. There was like, uh, blocks of u-shaped like rectangle blocks of u-shaped um units and so in the u-shape there was apartments on the outside where you can park right in front of uh, but you also had apartments inside in the courtyard where they would essentially be behind the um the apartments that you parked in front of if you will if that makes sense and I lived in the inside. So I would park in front of a, a an apartment, but I would have to get out and walk as if I'm going to their backyard, if that makes sense. And, and there were apartments inside of there. And so, um, you know, the street was sandwiched between two of those type of units. And so I would park on the side that was closest to my unit, of course. Well, this time I didn't. I parked across on the other side and not only did I not pull in I bagged in and had I not did any of this um this the next thing that happened wouldn't have ever happened and so when I bagged in it made me be on the side when I got out I picked my son up he was asleep by then and I looked on the ground and there was a plastic butterfly just on the ground and um, you know, I was tired and he was heavy because they're like dead weight, right? Sack of potatoes when you pick them up in their sleep. And so I was like, ah, I'm not picking that up. And I got to the middle of the street and I said, no, you, you got to pick that up. Like, what are the chances of you finding a butterfly after this conversation with God? And so I go and I pick it up and he's still over my shoulder and it's dirty, you know, cause it's been on the ground. And so I start just like wiping the dirt off as I'm walking. I'm wiping the dirt off. And he says, see, even under all of that dirt, there's still a butterfly. And it made me think about my life. Like, you know, it didn't matter uh, that I had the past that I had and that I've done some things. And, you know, the dirt in my life didn't matter because, you know, he told me what I was to him. You know, that was my identity. I was a butterfly, no matter how much dirt, no matter how ugly things were right then, you know, no matter what my caterpillar stage looked like, he promised me that I was his butterfly and that things were going to blossom just as a butterfly emerges. And so I go home because I'm really, <laughs> I just, I don't even know my feelings that I had then. I, I It was really amazing and I was a little bit overwhelmed because it was just I never had that kind of experience before like that and so I go in the house and of course again my son is heavy so I am beelining up the stairs to his room I don't turn the light on or anything I just I turn the well okay so I can turn the light on when I come in the door and then I can turn that same light off at the stairs so I go in, I turn the light on, and as soon as I, you know, can see where I'm going, I turn the light off, and I go and I lay him down. As soon as I lay him down, the butterfly 
and when I lay him down, it's dark in his room because I've turned out all those lights. And I go to lay him down, and the butterfly is glowing in the dark. And I, just like it's just like one thing after another. It's like going to a surprise party where you just really didn't have any idea that nobody was planning it for you. And, you know, you go in and everybody yells, surprise, and you're surprised then. And then you walk in again, and there's all these gifts, and you're like, oh, man, and he, you you open the gifts and then there's more surprises inside. It was just like a uh just like a series of, of surprises or um blessings that he was blessing me with that it was just like, Wow, God, you know, it it was just beautiful. And so as I'm looking at this thing, it's this butterfly and it's glowing, and as he says again, he says, See, you shine in the darkness. And I was just like, Wow, like, you know, it just made me think that, you know, in these dark times in my life, like my somebody's my purpose is in here. Like I'm going to help somebody with all of the dark stuff that that I'm going through. You know, it, it's my it's it's going to be purposed for someone else, you know, and as long as I keep my eyes on him, as long as I. You know, really believe in his promise and have faith in who he is and faith in who he says that I am, then this will all come to pass and everybody will be blessed through it and, and give glory to him. And, you know, and so 10 years later, here I am, um, you know, at an, yet another dark place in my life. Um, but I feel so free. I, and and it's, it's just, I can't even describe it. And so, like I said, this is my first podcast. Um, I really have no idea how this is going to go. I'm just really being obedient. I was in my prayer room this morning and I just got to a point where I'm like, okay, God, I need to listen to you. Like I'm not listening or I'm missing something. And what is it? What is it? And it, it wasn't anything of what I thought it was. And so I'm being obedient and I hope that, um, you have found value in what I've said today. Um, I hope that something has touched you and that something has blessed you with my story that I've shared with you today. Um, that is all I have uh, for right now. I do want to end this podcast with a small prayer. Um, before you go on about your day. Uh, So if you would, join me in prayer. Dear God, thank you for this moment and thank you for the spirit spirit of obedience. I thank you for the Holy Spirit in my life that nudges me and continuously pulls on me and, 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 and captures me to get in line with your will. Lord, I pray for anyone who this podcast may come across, Lord. I I pray that you have already been molding and shaping their hearts to receive this word and that it be received in whatever way you need it to be received for that person, Lord. I pray that uh, each one on here, including myself, Lord, that we will be secure in our identity in you, that we won't look to the world, that we won't look to our possessions, that we won't look to our past experiences 
that we won't look to the words that people have said to us, that we won't look to anything other than your word to know what our identity is and to begin walking in that purpose, Lord. I pray that all of us here will have a positive self-image, Lord, in the midst of the dirt, in the midst of the darkness, Lord. We still have purpose. Each one of us has purpose. We have purpose in our pain and we have purpose in our victories, Lord. And I ask you to um, reveal those things to us and give us a spirit of calmness and a spirit of peace um, in the middle of our storms, Lord. I thank you for bringing me to this and, and I thank you for everything that you've done in my life, especially on today, Lord. I thank you that we're all here to even be able to hear this prayer um, and as we go on through our day and as we go on through this podcast, Lord, I ask you to bless this podcast and I ask you to uh, give it glory to you. I ask you for uh, help and being obedient to you and, and sensitive to your Holy Spirit as you guide me along this journey. I ask you for uh, transparency, transparency, I'm sorry, and for uh, those that submit submission, submit ideas and suggestions for the podcast, Lord, that they just fit like a puzzle piece in line with what you, what you have for uh, your will in my life and in those who will connect, who I will connect with. In Jesus' name, amen.